Scripture was read earlier for your hearing, but I want to lift up verse 8 of James 5. You too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Just for a few moments this morning, I'm going to speak on the title, Patience in Suffering. Patience in Suffering. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, hide me behind the sacred desk. Let me decrease as you increase. For the people came to hear a word from you and not me. Use me as the vessel. Speak to me and through me to your people that someone may just accept Christ today as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. For many of us, Advent is the most notable for its busyness due to the rush of holiday preparations that fill the week before Christmas and the accompanying mix of emotions and memories that the season ushers in. If we are honest with ourselves, we may even admit that the holiday brings with much that has to do with the liturgical season. It is more about gift giving or being worried about what someone got you for Christmas than you simply giving someone a gift card. Instead of focusing on the arrival of the birth of Christ, many of us lose ourselves in the shopping malls, our internet shopping, the holiday parties, and the overconsumption of food and drink. Yes, the Christmas season is a time for a celebration for many. And there is nothing wrong with celebrations. But to others, it is a time of sadness, depression, anxiety, financial strain, and overspending. Some of us reflect on the ones that they lost during this year. Some are thinking about their broken relationships. Some are trying to please others by getting them the right gift, and the person still don't appreciate it. So when we talk about patience and suffering, first of all, we have to define, well, what is suffering? Suffering is the state of being in pain, distress, unhappiness, great trouble. Suffering can be physical, emotional, and spiritual pain, which is an intrinsic part of the human experience. Well, we all know that there are many people in the Bible that had suffered. Individuals such as Job, who had everything taken away from him. Moses, who struggled in the desert, in the wilderness. Esther, who was faced with a great decision. Joseph, who was lied upon. His brothers throwing him in a pit and left for dead. David, who had his own struggles and challenges. Jonah, who was in the belly of a whale. And Paul, who was in prison. Just to name a few. So struggling has always been a part of 
our human condition. Well, what does the Bible say about suffering, preacher? Believe it or not, suffering is for our spiritual growth. If we never had to suffer, where would we be spiritually? Why would there be a need to call on God? Amen? We wouldn't have any problems. We could deal with life all by ourselves. But in today's text, James advocates for us to be rooted in friendship with God rather than in the world. He invites us to live in a community that is free from enemy and express the kind of speech and action that is born with wisdom that comes from above. This way of living is pure, with no pretending, no acting like everything in my world is fine. I don't have any problems. I don't have any concerns. I am happy. Sometimes we have a tendency to pretend just to impress other people, and we don't want them to know just how much we are suffering inside. What good does that do? Suffering in silence. Too proud to let people know that we are hurting inside. For we are only human. We are only human. For we all fall short of the glory of God. There is none perfect. So stop pretending that everything is all right. Stop going around all like, oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank the Lord. Knowing that you're going through hell in your life. And that's a part of life. So we have to accept that. According to James, Advent is the time to pause, reflect, and recognize where in our lives we are. Some of us are unprepared to welcome Christ anew. And what values and choices we have closed off to his presence in our midst. James also reminds us to be aware that suffering is caused by the world's corrosive and corrupting values. Just because the world may do something doesn't mean that you have to do something, especially as Christians. Now, I thought Christians were called to set the example. Are we living for the world? Or are we living in the world? Because Paul said, you know, let, us, let, let not us be conformed to the world, but be yet transformed. We as Christians, we have to live a different type of life. We can't do what the world does. Because if we do that, then people get confused. Well, well, wait a minute, sister. So I, I thought you went to that church on the corner. Well, wait a minute, brother. So and so, Th didn't you? Go? And that is one of the reasons why people today don't come to church. Let's just call it what it is. We proclaim to be one thing, but our life shows something different. James instructs us to wait and to be patient. But he also assumes that we are doing so in the midst of suffering. It is suffering of those who bear weight and oppressions that give meaning to warning for the coming of the Lord. In James 5:7, it says, The scripture reminds us that during this season of preparation, it is also a season of repentance and penance that must take seriously the suffering in our life. The scripture is also liberating. 
in the sense that it's asking vulnerable people to let Jesus come into our lives, shape our lives, help us through our trials and tribulations. And when we are going through our trials and tribulations, sometimes it may seem like God is not there. But God is always there during your hard times. Thankfully, we can always return to God and his word for guidance, whatever we go through during our difficult periods. And you may not feel that God is with you when someone mistreats you, when someone lie on you, when someone talk about you, when someone call you everything but a child of God. But God is there. We may have to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, what is happening? I don't understand why I'm going through this hard time. Why am I suffering, Lord? I come to church every Sunday. I pay my tithes. I'm nice to people. Why? Why me? Well, my answer is, why not you? You see, as Christians, we're not exempt from heartache and afflictions. Let me say that again. As Christians, we are not exempt from heartache and afflictions. Just because you give your life to the Lord does not mean that you won't have any problems in life. You might have more. But the good thing is the Lord is there. He is there with you every step of the way. Jesus is there, and he will help you deal with these problems. Because if he brought it to you, he'll bring you through it. Hello, somebody. We are not perfect. Nor did God promise that our lives would be perfect. What did he promise is that he would never leave us or forsake us. During those difficult times in our lives, God is there. And he's always there with you. In Psalms 42 and 8, it says, The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and his song will be with me in the night. 1 Corinthians 6 and 17 says, But the one who joins himself to the Lord in one spirit with him. Just a few weeks ago, I had to bury my mother. And it was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. Now, I've had other difficulties in my life before. But this was truly the hardest. And in my suffering, and I'm still going through it, God was there. I felt his presence in the midst of my suffering. Yes, I prayed to God. I wanted God to heal my mother. And he did. He healed my mother in his way. He made it so that she didn't have to suffer no more on this side. You see, healing doesn't always take the form and shape that we want. But if we trust God, if we have faith, if we believe in him, everything is going to be all right. My mom told me, she said, son, don't worry about me. I'm going to be okay. And I believe that because she believed in God. So I just stopped by here to tell you that John 16 through 33 says, I have told you these things so that in time you will have peace. In the world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. I stopped by here to tell you this morning, continue to be patient while you're suffering. God is not through with you yet. He is still on the throne. He sits high and he looks low. I can't explain why God allows us to suffer because our thoughts are not his thoughts. 
our ways are not his ways. God thinks and acts on a level highly different than ours. He sees things from a much broader perspective. What can I tell you is to take your problems to God through prayer, through faith, and ask him for his comfort and his encouragement. God loves us. He loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us. No one, no one on the face of this earth has suffered more than Jesus Christ. Some call him the Prince of Peace. Some call him Mary's baby. Some call him the Lily of the Valley. Some call him the Lamb of God. Whatever you call him, I don't care. I call him Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, because he is my all in all. You can call on him anytime. You can call on him early in the morning. You can call on him during the day. You can call him at night. He will never leave you or forsake you. He is Lord. He is the King of Kings, the bright and morning star. Jesus, Jesus was patient in our suffering. He suffered for us. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. He, he suffered by being spat upon, cursed, beaten. He suffered by hanging on a cross called Golgotha one Friday afternoon. But that's not how the story ends. Because early, early, early on Sunday morning, he got up with power, with power with power in his hand. That's why we can say, when peace like a river attendeth my way, with sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever, 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 my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. Mama may be going, daddy may be going, grandma may be going. It is well with my soul. You may have to cry sometime in the midnight hour. No one may be there for you. Friends may have leave you, but it is well. It is well with my soul. Stay patient. Stay patient in suffering. It's going to be all right for one day. One day we will understand it by and by. By and by. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Hold on, hold on, hold on to God's unchanging hand. It's going to be all right, church. It's going to be all right. God is still in control. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about your suffering because it's only temporary. Jesus, Jesus can heal. Jesus can deliver. Let his power, let his power and his spirit be in control. God bless you. God bless you.